ba 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 Let's see if I nailed it. Let's see if I sang in the right key. Hey, everyone. Um, yeah. Quick, grab your stuff. Get your bags. <laughs> Hurry up. Uh-oh, did you pack? Come on. The, we're the plane. Uh, I mean, the hotter balloon. Oops. We missed our plane. We got to take this hotter balloon. Get your bags. Jared? Jarek? No, not you, Jarek. You're uh, gonna go with your dad this for the weekend. <laughs> oh, Jared, come over here, get your bag, and away we go. we're gonna get into this hotter balloon. Jared, oh, did you? Where's your bag? Did you leave your bag on the ground over there? Oh my God, we'll never get around to your bag. We're already airborne. We're gonna. I can't steer this thing. We are at the whim of the wind. We're just gonna go wherever the wind fucking takes us. So thanks a lot, Jared. You forgot your fucking bag. Look, see? <laughs> now it's hundreds of feet down there. We just keep ascending. I I can't find it anymore. You... I know you're my son and I love you, Jared, but you, you're so irresponsible for a 25-year-old. Come on. You're 25. <laughs> don't stop stop being such an idiot do you really need me your mother for everything jared get oh, do you have a backup bag see what did i tell you about backup bags anyways away we go for podgus whether you got your bags or you don't <laughs> hi everyone it's me algus and welcome to another edition of podgus oh shit um I don't, my candle isn't lit. <laughs> my, my scented candle isn't lit. Okay, this is, we must correct this egregious error. Look at me yelling at Jared for forgetting his bags. And I forgot to light a scented candle for this. So give me one sec, one sec. How was your week, everyone? Here we are. I scented a candle and I'm back. So you didn't have to know about any of that, but you know how I am. I keeps it real and I keeps it, I keeps you in the loop and I keeps it real and I keeps it humble and I keeps it personal. So, and I play for keeps. So there you go. And I'm a crypt keeper and I'm a goalkeeper and I'm uh finders keepers. So there you go. Okay. <laughs> um, boy, we're going off to a bouncy start and that's fine. Because that's what life is. Did you guys like last week's episode when I came up with a new segment and then occupied 36 minutes talking about it? It's Clanker of the Week is not going to be um, as long, I'm sure, every single time. And uh, right before I started, I was I was deliberating. I was like, who is this week's Clanker? You know? And I thought, should I go into the news and pick a clanker that is in the news? Somebody maybe on social media who has committed a gaffe or two and is feeling the shame of society. Um, but then but then I thought, I don't want to be also one of the same. You know, if somebody's uh, getting shamed by everyone online, then they probably have it covered. And... I don't need to contribute, you know? But then again, I know you, the listener, I know listeners in general of podcasts want us to be relevant, 
and want us to comment on the things that are in the news. But so I'm just trying to figure out how to navigate. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm because this is what I'm thinking. I'm going to make these clankers personal clank McClank in my life. I think I'm going to go. I decided to narrow down the short list I had of clankers of the week this week. And uh, make it personal. I think that's better. People that I've encountered during the week on and offline who deserve a good clank around and deserve to have their CPU wiped. So um, I think I start, I, I'm going to do clanker of the week in the middle of every podcast. So I just, I know I planted a seed here, but um, I'm going to, uh, hey, look, how about this? I'm going to do two clankers this week, one in the news and one in my life. And then I'll let you guys uh, reach out to me and let me know what you think I should do. Which one was better? Ooh, we're doing tournament style. Maybe at the <laughs> oh my god. Maybe after like, maybe after I get 32 clankers. Maybe in 32 weeks, I'm going to do a clank off. A clank tournament. A clanker tournament of the ages. Where I pit every single clanker, I shuffle them around, and then I pit every single clanker knockout style against each other. And then you guys vote on a winner until we have the greatest clanker of all, who wins the golden pot. <laughs> no, the golden spoon. I don't The golden pot and the silver spoon. <laughs> oh, no, wait, no, no, no. Calling the... Wait, let's see if I can... Oh, uh, I was trying to think of something, the pot calling the kettle black. Because, like, most of the time I'm probably going to point out some hypocrisy in these people. Um, yeah, a, a good quality of a clanker is a hypocrite. Um, but, but that wouldn't, I'm going to, the winner gets the, the black pot and the silver spoon <laughs> because it also it's entitlement is also part of being a big a big clanker these are the qualities we look for in a in a clank in a walking clank yar walk the clank see there we go that's another thing that i said out loud that sounds like it could be a thing but isn't really connected to anything okay i should be a fucking clanker of the week for just how much i drag this shit out Whoa, phone, giving me an old picture of me. Boy, I was muscular back then. Um, all right, so let's just get into the show, shall we? I should be a clanker of the week for uh, as for the what little I got done this week. Fuck me, I just putzed around. I have I have this ever growing to do list. You don't need to know about that either. Algus, pick it up. Where are we going? Where are my notes here? Oh, okay. So this is a good opportunity to, um, I want your opinions on this too, folks. Um, if I'm going to uh, create a new logo, I've been talking to some different people about uh, mock-ups and stuff like that. And uh, the idea that I had that I posted on my Instagram that people voted on was since I'm doing this segment called Clanker of the Week, I thought it might be funny to, and since I'm such a... Uh, such a such a clanker myself since I'm such a weirdo uh who is prone to sillies I thought the logo would be me wearing a pot on my head a la a la Johnny Appleseed 
And then my hair kind of flowing off to the side, wrapped around a microphone. And then the word podcast somewhere above that. So just something basic and simple and cartoonish and silly and like intriguing. You know, you see me wear a pot on your head. You're like, oh, who is this? Who is this silly Billy? Who is this? Uh, this horsing around ass. Who's horsing around over here? You know, now I don't want Clanker to define podcast, but it'll, it's a quality now and it's a thing. And we'll see. I might change. I can always change the logo any fucking time. That's my prerogative. But I mentioned Johnny Appleseed because, uh, I was pitching the idea to one, to a graphic designer and he said, Oh, like Johnny Appleseed. And I didn't even know what he meant. And I looked it up. And there's a Johnny Appleseed. Uh, I don't even know anything about that guy, but he used to wear a pot on his head, I guess, is part of the lore. That is Johnny Appleseed lore. And so um, now I'm now I don't even know if I want to do it anymore, because if Johnny Appleseed did it, I don't want to rip an idea from Johnny Appleseed. You know what I mean? And I don't want people looking at the podcast label and being like, what is this? A history, a, a tribute to Johnny Appleseed, a whole podcast, holy shit, and then they look at how many episodes, they're like, 85 episodes about Johnny fucking Appleseed, you know what I mean, I don't want that, you know what I mean, I don't want that, um, so, uh, I mean, I think more people voted don't do the pot on your head than people who did, and, um, that shocked me, because usually I expect, I guess inherently, implicitly, um, I expect everyone to be yes men in my feed, but you guys spoke honestly, and you said this pot thing was not a good idea, and now I want to do it even more, because fuck you. <laughs> uh, isn't that funny how that works? I think I'd already made up my mind long before that. But, you know, if you have a better idea, if you have if you have a better idea of something that encapsulates podcasts even more, maybe I'm maybe I'm just like a floating head in a hot air balloon. Maybe my head is the hot air balloon floating away. You know what I mean? I don't know. I could use I could use some help, I guess. I don't know. Uh, are you guys watching Drag Heels? Drag Heels is uh, airing every Friday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on OutTV slash Apple TV uh, right before Drag Race. So make sure you check it out. I was at the screening a few weeks ago of the first three episodes and I laughed. I cried. It's a beautiful, beautiful show. And if I may take this opportunity to gas myself up, I pop on that screen. I'm a little starlet, I think. Because uh, the things that I say are are equal parts funny and cute and light and but also like inspiring and sad and tragic and uh, I just really you get to see a lot of different sides of me in this documentary and uh, it's a really cool insight into what I was going through last summer. And the phase I was in, in my transition. And so, um, if you haven't checked it out yet, you can always stream uh, older episodes on OTV slash Apple TV. Or catch uh, the newest one streaming live every Friday night at 8.30 uh, Eastern. And uh, the next episode, episode 3, on Friday, February fucking 24th, um, each one of us um, 
the um, cast members had one episode that was particularly focused more on us. And in episode three is my episode, quote unquote, my episode. So uh, if there is an episode you you should not miss, it's this week's. So uh, make sure you check that out and you will cry a little bit. I think I did. I cr- and I hope that's not a narcissistic thing, but even I sat in that theater and I cried a little bit at myself. <laughs> Is that weird? I cried a little bit at myself. No, I think that's okay. If anybody should cry at myself, it's me, because I I know exactly. Like not even with with the the half step delay of empathy, like other people empathizing with me. There's probably like it's like the speed of sound, you know. If you yell at somebody across a football field, you get there, but it's it's not the same as like being right there, you know? You're a little bit of distance away, I guess. Did that metaphor make sense? Anyways, I don't even have to attempt at empathy. Like I just I am that person. <laughs> so I know if anybody knows the feeling described on that screen by Algus, it's fucking Algus. So, um yeah, so there you go. I just de- I just decided that I am allowed to cry at myself. And uh, I'm compelling shit up there. I gotta say, I'm the hardest person in the world on myself. So, so you gotta understand how much I'm saying here and what this means. But I am uh, a powerful figure. It's cute. It's good. Um, oh, okay, let's talk about this. I'm really wondering, you guys, about this. And, um, so, hmm, how do I, okay. So this week I was brought in to a script reading of some drafts of comedy shows that, uh, there's a comedian I know who I won't mention, but is very Canada famous. Um, he's writing... A, script, a few scripts for different comedies and throwing them against the wall and, and having readings to see how they read on off paper. And I was recruited to one of these readings and it quickly became obvious to me that I was selected specifically because there is a trans character in one of these episodes. And it's, and it's a bit part. They only have like three lines and, and listen guys, uh, this trans character that I read for, I'll, I'll straight up tell you, it was a, it was a scene in which, and I'll, and I'll try and tell you guys the way it was sort of written in the margins as well. It was like, um, it's about a, a couple construction guys, a couple blue collar workers sitting there and they see a, a gorgeous woman walking down the street and one of them starts uh, cat calling her and yelling, Hey, pretty lady, blah, blah, blah. And she doesn't listen. She keeps walking. He keeps going until she gets angry and then stomps across the street to confront him. And then in the script, it's like much too fucking Byron's surprise. It's not a woman. It's a man. And uh, and then, you know, my character slaps him in the face and goes, I'm going to sue your ass and then walks away. And then comes back later on at the end of the show and walks into the office and sees that it's chaos and is like, Oh, it looks like you guys have your hands full. I'm out of here. Um, 
I'm probably uh, sharing way too much, but I didn't sign no NDA. And listen, this is the thing. I was brought in, of course, specifically to be the spokesperson for all trans people and to A-OK this joke, which I could not do in good conscience. In good conscience. In good conscience, I could not do this because, listen, the both from a comedy perspective and from a, what do you want to call it, a social justice perspective, the trope, the trope of, oh my god, look, it's a hot babe. Oh no, that's a man? Ew, haha, <laughs> how humiliating. Like, even if th- that trope is just, it's old as shit, it's been overdone, and naturally the trans person is still the butt of the joke. Even if they get comeuppance, even if my character gets to slap the guy in the face and threaten to sue, that's not... That's not the satisfying conclusion. They still got, their humanity still got undermined. Um, even in the margins, the way it was written. So, this is the thing. I struggled to, I, okay, you can call me a pick-me-ass or whatever, a pick-me-trans, but I'm, I try to be as diplomatic as possible in every situation. I It might be my greatest and worst quality all at the same time. Is look is over, over-compromising. So, as we were discussing this, um, I was just, it was, don't let me stand in the way of your comedy show, and I don't want to be the party pooper who goes, this is problematic, but... Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> Hell yes, it is. And like, I'm, I'm just done with with that trope. You know what I mean? And and they were asking for suggestions of how best to like represent a trans character. And this is where I got conflicted because I was like, don't make you know what? Just make it a cis woman. Don't make them trans. Don't don't add that layer to it. Because it's not a helpful layer. It's it's just it's a harmful trope. It's not, it's demeaning. And um and then and then she was like, Yeah, but you know, I kinda want I wanna give I wanna be inclusive and I wanna give work. And at that point, it also gave me pause because I was like, I am kind of encouraging them to not cast and not give trans people work. There's a part of me that felt a pang of uh, betrayal that I was like betraying the sisterhood (laughs) by being like, no, don't hire a trans person for this. Make them cis. But at the same time, it's like a greater good situation where it's like, yeah, I could have, I could have encouraged them to give a trans person work, but like, would it have, been worth it for them to even portray somebody who just gets humiliated like that? I don't know. And this is the other thing, and this is something that they brought up that I felt was very valid, was that, like, this this does happen. It's a real situation, and if they're writing a comedy about blue-collar workers, that culture has encounters like these, and talks like that, and behaves like that. So, it's still honest. And who am I to stand in the way of honesty? 
However, um, if it's honestly <laughs> harmful, then maybe we don't need to spotlight that kind of situation and that kind of behavior. I'm just... I Maybe there's a way to... to I don't know, to, to turf that situation out, to still be able to portray somebody misgendering somebody in public and still find some, a better resolution. Or maybe I'm taking it too personally, you know? Maybe I'm too close. Maybe, because that shit has surely happened to me. I've had people, I literally, it's it was the closing bit. I have a five minute story on stage. It's my closer. About getting catcalled, and then when I showed the guy my face and when I opened my mouth to speak, he rode away on his bike to completely embarrassed, and just how humiliating that is. So maybe uh, you can say that I'm I'm too close and I'm having a lot of difficulty teasing apart uh, my own personal history with situations like those and the art, but I just think it's not, I just think it's hurting us. I just think, and and as a comedian as well, it's fucking been done, you know. So, and it's been done by me. <laughs> it's I. It's literally in my act. It's uh, there's a scene in the show that I'm fucking writing about getting misgendered, cat called and misgendered, and it does end in a fight scene. <laughs> so, fuck. Maybe I'm the clanker of the week. Listen to this hypocrisy. But this is the thing is I th I like to believe that the way I've written it um, is handled with a lot more nuance and at the very least from the perspective of somebody who's been there. So it draws, it draws from an even more honest place than saying, yeah, I've been the catcaller and I've been humil- I've been embarrassed because I got it wrong. You're still, you're still dehumanizing somebody in the process. To me, it's still, it's just, I don't, I don't, uh, you know, when people compare things to racism, when people compare transphobia to racism, I have a feeling that's not exactly the right thing to do. I don't know if that's some white guilt ass shit, but to me, it feels like the equivalent of like Mickey Rourke in Breakfast at Tiffany's, putting in buck teeth and wearing a rice hat and like taping his eyes and doing the whole, uh, you know, the caricature, the Asian caricature. And so things like this just remind me of representation of trans people that is not only done and outdated and, and harmful, but like humiliating, I don't know, and counterproductive and, and, and passe old. So Boy, uh, for a comedy podcast, I have not provided very many laughs. Let's do a clanker. It's a clanker of the week. Uh, don't worry, guys. I'll work on an actual jiggle for that. So we're going to do two clankers. We're going to do a clanker in the news and clanker in my grill. So clanker of the news is somebody who everybody... Not everybody, of course, but it's it's a more mainstream clanker. And then clanker in my grill will be somebody who has personally clanked in my in my circles. Okay? So 
You know, I, I shouldn't apologize for having for doing a deep dive uh, back then. I think it is it's a moral issue that has yet to be resolved. They said they would follow up with me and have a long conversation and talk about this. But I, I also want to add it's fucking laborious. I'm doing free labor. I'm not getting paid for this, by the way. So it's exhausting taking on feeling the weight of an entire group's an entire marginalized, oppressed group's um, best interests on my shoulders, that's no easy burden to bear. And um, to also dissect art from from personal pain and and progress versus um, what does progress look like? Is it is it giving people like me work even in less than flattering roles, or is it ignoring like i don't know you know it's an interesting moral quandary please comment shoot me messages let me know what you think what are your thoughts i know i i i'm just i can't wait to hear from some of you i know some of you listen and give me lots of big feedback and i always appreciate a nice insightful uh reply to that looking at you mike mikey ha <laughs> oh, that's a shout out okay that doesn't mean the rest of you can't. Anyways, Clanker of the Week. Let's go with Clanker in the News. Have you guys heard? Clanker in the News. Clanker, Clanker in the News. Or Clanker in the News. Ah, oh, there you The Clanker's in the News. Um. Okay, um. Y'all know who Jeffree Star is? Y'all know who Jeffree Star is? Jeffree Star is like a pseudo-celebrity, I guess. Where is his Wikipedia? I should call them, I should call him they just to piss him off. Um, okay, he's a, an American YouTuber, makeup artist, and former singer-songwriter. Well, he can't have been very good. <laughs> Uh, so he's like a YouTube makeup guy, if you don't know who he is. And uh, lately he's been in the news because he has basically uh, repeatedly in the span of a week announced himself as uh, a far-right conservative, it seems. Or at the very least, maybe not far-right, but right enough to um, trash non-binary people to claim that they-them pronouns are... Stupid and manufactured by people looking for attention. And, uh, and you know, first of all, non-binary people rule and they're valid. And, uh, a lot of my close friends, maybe not a lot. <laughs> One of my closest friends is non-binary, aka fucking Noah, who I had on the show as a guest a few episodes ago. I encourage you to check it out. My guest and friend Noah they uh fucking rule and so do all non-binary people and if you're a non-binary listener to podcast you are welcome here fuck yeah you are hey what's up come join me in this hot air balloon the, honestly at this point i want as many people in this balloon as possible so that we can weigh it down and get back to earth to get jared's bag because it's gone <laughs> it's well maybe it's just gone anyways so um, but this is what makes Jeffrey a clanker. We're gonna, we're gonna really zero in on the hypocrisy here. 
So let me bring it up. What makes Jeffree Star a prime clanker, prime rib top sirloin clank, is he posted uh, a day ago as of this recording a uh, picture of him. I mean, he's he makes a gorgeous lady when he does his makeup. Um, posted a thing, a picture of himself in front of a Ferris wheel, and the caption is, the only male in a dress at the Sports Illustrated red carpet party last week. Uh, oh, he's calling himself the only male in a dress. Yeah, the only male in a dress at the red carpet party last week. 20 years in the game, being a gender-bending freak. Fuck your labels, I'm bored. Okay, so listen, Jeffrey, you can't call yourself a man in a dress and then say, fuck your labels, after also calling yourself a gender-bending freak. You know those are labels, right? You hypocritical clank. Um, maybe it's not the strongest clank, but listen, we don't tolerate fucking transphobes, and that's some transphobic shit. You know what I'm saying? So, um, Jeffree Star, listen, I think it's just, okay, so, um, just to dive a little bit deeper, it's it's incredible to me the cognitive dissonance in somebody who is quoted as saying, I don't care what you call me, he, she, her, and I think he even said they back then. Um, it's I know people change and I don't know, God knows what happened to Jeffrey to get him to change his mind, but like it's amazing. He's been living the non-binary lifestyle for like 20 years as he's 20 years in the game you've been living the non-binary lifestyle so why turn around and take a fat shit on um the people who you at least aesthetically and visually and and almost entirely and to almost and precisely categorically belong to you know what i'm saying why would you do that and also, I don't think you know what labels are. So, Jeffrey Star, you're our Clanker of the Week. Go on, put a pot on your head and give it a nice, thorough clank. Okay. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, as for this week's Clanker in my Grill. <clears throat> clanker in my grill. A clanker in my grill. Wooden spoon and metal pot, a clanker in my grill. La 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 la. <clears throat> okay. Um. This this should be a simple clank. Um. There's a guy, on my TikTok. Clankers are often haters, and <laughs> and he he went through. He found me on a video of me making fun of people saying I can't have a period. Listen, I don't give a fuck. A lot of trans women claim to um, have period-like symptoms. I do not. But if if someone says they are, I'm going to take them at their word. And, um, and regardless, you don't need to have a uterus or have a period to be a woman. There are plenty of cisgender women who fit that description. And, uh, and to also reduce women to baby making and just these disembodied uteri is probably exactly the dehumanizing that you're claiming we're doing by including trans women in the label. So maybe have a think 
about that. Uh, and then if you still haven't changed your mind, go ahead, get a clank on. Um, anyway, so there's this guy that's been, that found me in a period clip and decided to go through all my stand-up videos and comment on them one by one saying, um, basically saying that in every single one, something to the effect of this audience is laughing out of sympathy or these laughs are fake. And that to me, I, I find myself sometimes at a loss for words because I have so much to say about something like that. Like the level of patheticness, the level of pettiness, let's, let's call it pettiness. It is petty as fuck to go through, to dedicate your own time, sir, to going through my videos, to giving me likes and engagement and all the good stuff that, that honestly propels me further into visibility. So thank you for that, <laughs> sir, to go through all my videos and then to pretend that the audience either isn't laughing when I'm literally pausing for them to stop <laughs> or to, to audaciously, nothing short of audacious, to audaciously and fucking, <laughs> I, what word am I looking for? To claim that this audience is laughing out of pity or sympathy, to claim that these gut laughs um, prompted by a punchline to a T, the timing of these laughs, people are doing it for reasons that have nothing to do with the joke that I just told is like alien level behavior. Do you live on Mars, sir? Um, you are so blinded by your rage that you're going to look through my videos and pretend that people either aren't laughing or they are laughing at something else that happened earlier that day, all at the same time, all on cue after I've told a fucking punch. So listen, guy, um, thanks for the engagement. Thanks for the attention. Uh, you really deserve uh, a good clank. So this week's clanker of the week is, uh, is username Dovakin from, I guess he's a Skyrim guy. And he's got two fucking dragon emojis in his uh, name. Fucking lame. Have a clank. Dovahkiin, you're the clanker of the week. So let me know what you think. Uh, which clank is better? Clanker in the news or a clanker in my grill? I think I much prefer the clanker in the grill because it's personal. <laughs> <sighs> okay moving on um oh that rail thing listen i know not to not to invoke his name but i know that uh way back when i used to be a crystalia fan before uh you know it found out who he was uh, he used to do that guitar thing. He used to go round. And I used to do it too before I heard him do it. And that made me sad. I don't 
it makes me sad when I'm doing a fun thing for myself and then a famous person does it and then it's like, oh man, now I can't do it anymore or everybody's going to just associate me with them, you know? It's like I I used to uh, type in all caps all the time. It's like my thing. I loved it. I, every time I would get excited, I would post a status in all caps. Every time I would write a one-liner and share it on Facebook way back before I was on Twitter, I would do it in all caps because I just thought a silly, almost self-mocking with its stupidity one-liner uh, deserves to be just launched without nuance. Just big letters, no punctuation. I always thought that aesthetically it, can, it added something to the jokes. And I still use all caps to this day. But um, there was a comedian, there is a comedian, a very funny one named Courtney Gilmore here in Toronto, who basically took off faster than I did and also notoriously loved posting in all caps. And so for the longest time, every time I did it, which is something I had already been doing for years, uh, people would comment underneath being like, you're copying Courtney. Oh, and then they tag her and be like, look, uh, somebody's copying you. And that made me bottomless me, bottomless me, bottomlessly mad i was so mad i couldn't have my thing you know that made me mad so but then again how do you even know that i didn't copy her so at the, in the end it's a big old cat's cradle it's a big old uh schrodinger's cat what it's a big old chicken or egg situation no <laughs> i don't think it's any of those things but like if you uh, you have to take my word in, in me saying, hey, I was already doing that, you know? What is that worth? I don't know. It's worth your trust. You can trust me. I'm honest about stuff. Hey, listen. I posted a thing a couple weeks ago about... Um, I thought it was really funny. And I was really proud of it. And I wanted to share it as, as maybe a TikTok or something like that. But then it got called out uh, as a, a bit that is that uh, funny comic that I know Pat Thornton already does. And basically the premise was um, the age-old audacious as fuck uh, straight man's question, would you suck a dick for a million dollars? And then, so I riffed on it one night at a comedy show and then the next day I typed it out and posted it as a status. Um, but basically my take on it was nothing... Nothing broadcasts the audacity of the straight man than him wondering, than him coming up with a premise in which inherently uh, the rich person wants a half-assed, uncomfortable blowjob from a newbie with a scraggly beard and an unwashed ass. That anybody would pay that amount of money for a blowjob from you, Henry, is just ridiculous um but anyways that was basically it and i was told that uh it exists as a stand-up bid by somebody else so i decided i reached out to them personally and i said how can i make uh good on this how can i uh do you want me to take it down do you want me to uh tag you or the bit or something in it underneath as apologies and to like give you some a bump you know and he just said ah forget it it's cool don't worry about it don't go around doing the bit anymore, but like, uh, it's cool. Leave it alone. So, um, where was I going with that? 
shit. Anyways, I'm pointing out that, like, sometimes parallel thought is a thing in comedy and in life. And so, uh, so that thing, that reminded me of, uh, I was uh, on loc I was on location at a wedding in St. John's, Newfoundland, and, um, I, uh, we were, like, it was the day before, and we were in the, uh, hall, the little hall that was gonna be where the reception was, and we were decorating it, we were helping out decorating it, and there was supposed to be twine somehow involved, we were supposed to wrap twine around something, and <laughs> I started this inside joke with everyone that, that <laughs> hung out like we had it was it was so cool we rented like two houses and everybody crashed in like these two houses from toronto a whole toronto bunch and was and i started this inside joke because somebody was like where's the twine or whatever and i went how about some twine and then it was and then it made a lot of people laugh and so for the rest of the weekend people were like twine like it was a rock and hard hard rock heavy metal advertisement for twine how about some twine uh so i think about that sometimes and now crystalia has totally ruined twine for me but we'll always have twine if some of them don't know about Crystalia going real, then that's okay to still keep doing it. Unbesmirched, un, uh, unblemished by sexual predators' hands. <laughs> hey, what's with people all of, all of a sudden all about sunscreen? I've all at once been hearing people say, oh, you should wear sunscreen every day even if you're not even going outside it's so good for your skin and it's moisturizing and it's it'll make your skin look amazing and listen i am by no means a conspiracy theorist but there is something quite suspect to me that all of a sudden sunscreen is getting all this press all this play all this promo when it's been around forever like how come this is all being brought to my attention now. Is it because I've transitioned and now like skin care is is more of an accessible, sh I guess, shared piece of information? Or, like I said, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but this reeks of big sunscreen making a play. Look, and I'm hearing all about it during the winter time, all of a sudden. And people are saying, wear it inside, even when you're not going outside. This feels like a guerrilla campaign, a word-of-mouth guerrilla campaign by Big Sunscreen to stay in business year-round. Okay? And I'm gonna say it. Somebody's gotta say it. And it's that somebody is me. Big Sunscreen is after your money. And Big Sunscreen wants you wearing and using up and fucking sunscreen in your ass even though your ass isn't even going outside i call foul <laughs> i think there's something weird about that and you know all of these things the timing of it could be a coincidence yes the fact that i'm hearing all this during winter time but i don't know you guys this is complete this new uh push for sunscreen 
feels like it has never happened before. You can, okay, if you're listening and you've been using sunscreen for years and years and years and it's like an old trick, then please let me know. But if you're like me and you're just finding this out now, like I, I didn't hear anything at all about it since I, excuse me, since I even came out five years ago. Um, and then, and now all of a sudden, like within the span of two weeks, I swear to God, I've heard it like seven times every other day. Somebody comments on wearing sunscreen. So, you know, you know what I'm saying? I know the sun is bad for your skin. Yes, I, that I do know. But this whole wear sunscreen, even in the shower, wear sunscreen to bed, <laughs> wear sunscreen you know, while you're, if you're on the dumper, like the dump lady, put on some sunscreen while you're on there. Why not? Sunscreen always, all the time. <clears throat> so, I don't know. I, I forget where the beginning of... I don't even know how I started that sentence. <laughs> so, I'm sorry if that was not a complete sentence and I didn't finish that thought. I literally forgot what I was trying to say halfway through. I think bringing up the dump lady mate threw me off. Anyways, um, look guys, I don't, I don't even know about this one, <laughs> but I, I guess I didn't have much to prepare because I'm going away for a few days and so I'm recording this one early. So I, maybe I just didn't have enough time to think of a clanker. But if you enjoyed it, please rate me five stars. If you like it any less than five, don't rate at all. Please just do me that favor. <laughs> and um, yeah, if you're a good person, have a good week. If you're not, then uh, get a, get better at being a good person. And then maybe then you might have a good week on occasion. Because it's the law of attraction. Okay? Anyways, thanks. Um, uh, get your bag. Bye.